Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You, a friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. Hello. Hello there. Oh, hi. Long time no here. Yeah, well, I've been in mourning. Oh, yes, we had we had an extended period of mourning. Well, that's why we've been off. Have a long period of mourning, of course, for... Our government. <laughs> no, you were supposed to say that for the Queen's death. Oh, right, okay. Do you want me to do that? <laughs> and then I say, no. For Angela Lansbury's death. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. The true queen. <laughs> the true queen of our hearts. I think she should have got a part on uh, Friends. She would have been good at something. Oh, yeah. Came- little cameo. That's a missed opportunity. <laughs> she could be Nana. Yes, we apologise for the extended period of, of absence. But, yeah, we, um, well, I had a big birthday. Yes. Then we went away. Yes. Then I got COVID. Yes. During that time, the Queen died. Yes. <laughs> then Angela Lansbury died. Yes. And then the government died. <laughs> Since we last spoke, we've had a change of monarch and a change of prime minister. Twice. Twice. <laughs> oh dear. But there's there's always one constant. Friends. Friends. Beautiful. Um, so welcome everyone. Uh, we are on our series four summary. Hooray! Hooray! We made it. Do you know what date we did the first episode of this series? Mm. Not counting the Christmas special. Well, I should do because I was looking back on them. Was it March? 3rd of February. Wow! <laughs> oh, it's taken us a while to get through this one. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to the summary. So, in summary podcast, we just... Well, I wasn't going to say what we were going to say. This is a clean up. But chat. We chat. We... What were you going to say? Well, that phrase, chat. Chat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Bits like that. We chat S. Is that it? Yes, yes. Sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were saying chat S. Yeah, we chat We are the We are the chat S's. <laughs> um, chat S, chat B. Yeah. Uh, chat F and B and S. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. Or for the clean version, we shoot the breeze. So how have you been? Oh, um, fine. Um, I didn't get COVID, so... <laughs> yeah, you you triple Pfizer'd. Yeah. Um, that seemed to be the, the key. I'm pretty I'm pretty strong over here. <laughs> Wiping off all sorts. When do we get our booster? Or do we just not, we're just never eligible for it? Um, no, I didn't think we were, but then someone at work who got one because she's pregnant said, yeah, they are... The nurse said to them, oh, yeah, we're rolling them out. Oh, right. Because someone at work, I think, who's over 50 was having his, but I don't know whether that's just because he's got vulnerable relatives. Oh, maybe. Or oh, well, they have got down to 50. When I was in, at your place in London, um, there was a massive queue outside the pharmacist. Oh, yeah. Mind you, that pharmacist is the size of a shoebox. <laughs> and I got my booster there in the middle of winter, and it wasn't that nice to have to stand outside for ages. No, because, yeah, the queue has to be outside because it's so small. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to fit three people in. Um, why don't you go to Boots? Those big boots, and you can do some shopping while you're there. Mm, I suppose so, but that's just like a walk away, like a two-minute walk away. Oh, you're right. Laziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the boots is near your work-ish. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, we don't we don't need to sort of um, get people to triangulate where I... <laughs> I said London. <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few boots in London. Uh, well, I said Turbine Centre another time. Oh, so. well, now you've, you've reminded people. <laughs> So that's not my fault. Can we all actually do that? That's what they would say, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you'd have to give very specific details for people to know exactly where you live. I know, and I'm sure um, 
there are other ways of working out other than clues on the podcast. <laughs> also, so many people live in London. I mean, the chances yeah. of you bumping into someone is pretty low. Also, how big do you think our following is <laughs> on the podcast? I was going to say, actually, who wants a follow? Who's desperate to bump into me? <laughs> hmm. They might want to hear more of that anecdote about. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll bleep that bit out. Yeah, just bleep it. Just bleep, just bleep it what I said. Well, yeah, obviously. I've bleeped a bit before. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Well, yeah, well, you, you've put us straight on the path of the gossip. The goss. We turned into hot goss. Yeah, our new... Um, uh, segment. Yeah, new segment. Hot goss. Hot goss. You were the new pop bitch. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about my title, pop bitch, friends bitch, friends bitch. Um, so do you want to recap? And is there any update? Um, the recap is a friend or a friend got asked on a date by one of the friends asked. <laughs> we can't say who. Even who shall not be named? I literally just said she said she'd think about it to the date to the yeah to the proposal date. of a date, <laughs> not marriage. <laughs> well, and that's where we left it. That's where we left it. The update is that she did go to New York. Mm-hmm. She was invited by a client, because she works in fitness. Right. Uh, who flew her over to New York. Right. Paid for her travel, paid for a hotel mm, there. This, mm. To then um, do like a training session a day. Right, yeah, because there's not that many people <laughs> in New York offer that kind of service. So you, you re- simply have to. You simply have to fly someone over from London to do that. <laughs> That's not suspicious at all. No. But I don't know if certainly it was that person. But it's got to be someone who's quite moneyed, who lives in New York, well, that she'd be willing to go over and... Uh, and do that. Do that. We're so, right. Well, that's that's all I've heard. Do you think we get further updates, or is that is that? Is uh, that it I think I think is a bit of a knock on the head because I my friend I don't know how much more they're going to be friends. Oh right. So oh, you've lost the source. Yeah, sort of. So I think you'll just have to make your own ideas up. Right. <laughs> Right at the end of the story itself, a well, fan fiction. We might then eventually get into magazines and then we then everyone can go, ah, that's what they were talking about. Aha. Uh-huh. If a member of the Friends cast suddenly starts dating someone from the UK who is considerably younger than them. You'll know You'll know who tipped you off first. Yeah. And then you can triangulate. <laughs> you can work backwards. So yeah, that was hot goss from uh, the final episode of this podcast series. But it wasn't the only thing we were talking about. Not just gossip here. No. Mostly talk about ophthalmologists. <laughs> yeah. I do think this uh, season was brought to you by eye specialists. And teeth specialists. Oh, yeah. Lest we forget the orthodontists in the world. The idea of this series of the podcast was to choose what did we decided the term was highlight Highlights. episodes, wasn't it? It wasn't necessarily our favourite ones because mm. we've already done some of those, but it was just things we wanted to highlight. And we took it in turns. A standout, if you will. Exactly. Another way of saying highlight. This series of the podcast, we did season one to five, and we both chose one from each of those seasons. The other reason we were doing it was to try and... Well, it was because we hadn't done some series at all, really, had we? Yes. Season five, I think we'd only done one yes. episode. So, um, as we said at the time, we can't it can't change the ratio of ones we've no. done, but at least we'll get to see some of the... some different series that we might not have seen. 
And we were going to sort of compare and contrast, weren't we? Yes, that's right. Have you got any thoughts on the compare and contrast? <laughs> As you said, season five, previously, we only had one. Yeah. That. Just to have a little sum up. Season four, we had two previously. And season one, two previously. And then season two and three, four previously. Right. So it is quite, you know, a difference between... It's imbalanced. Mm. But... One of the interesting things is our feelings about each season and how that changes. Because I said in our season two apps that I had thought I didn't like season two. Mm. Turned out yeah. season two is a great, a great season. Really, we both said we were really struggling to pick one because there's so many good ones. And previously I thought season one and season two were both poor. And then I said, well... I stand by season one being the worst season. Yeah. And you agreed with me. Well. Uh Uh-oh. Our scores, our score average shows that might not be the case. It doesn't bear out. No. I know. Because I think I'd already said that season two was one of my favourites. And um, I managed, yeah, through this, through the medium this, managed to convince you of that. Mm. Um, Yeah, I remember saying season one I didn't really like. But actually, when I was going through the list of episodes trying to choose mine i think there was more in there that i did like yeah um so do you, what do you want to jump right into um the winner of season one to five then oh. in terms of the average scoring can do well yeah. that would seem to be the route you were going down i was just giving it general oh right we can jump in oh right well, maybe we should leave that to the end because that's the well, sort of yeah, yeah. I do. I didn't <laughs> want to say, but yeah. well, I wanted to leave it to the end. But you were sort of going down the line of, oh, that's not, that's not how the scores bear out. Let's take a look at the scores. <laughs> that was just a little um, tease. Oh for right, later. tease. Yeah. <laughs> That'll keep them on the edge of their seats. <laughs> I tell you something. We um, did introduce this um, series of the podcast. I think I know what you're talking about. Did it have a little uh, sound effect to go with it? It did. A new sound effect. Which, it's the theory bell. The theory bell, which sort of started out, um, it made its debut. It, you thought it was going to be a mainstay. I think we forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, we forgot about that. <laughs> and nineties Claxon seems to be forgetting, forgetting about more and more. Well, well, yeah. When we get into two thousands, we can't be using the nineties Claxon. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, the theory bell came out. So. Um, should we take a look at some of the theories that we came up with this time? I'd absolutely love to go back through memory lane of those theories. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Very nice. Um, one of the theories I I think we both came up with, actually, separately, mm. was choppy scenes in season choppy one. Choppy scenes, Very yes. quick scenes that moved on suddenly without any warning and yes. you didn't realise where you were because you'd move on to the next scene. Yes, and didn't we say that we thought the choppy scenes were um, mainly for the first season mm. because we didn't know the characters, yeah. So they needed to chop it up to make it interesting. Yeah, keep keep you keep your attention. Mm. You can't do long character arcs <laughs> when, when we don't when we don't know, don't know the characters. So yeah, I think that was definitely true. It did, it did fade after season one, didn't it? It did, but we did say in one of our season four eps, the one that I picked with Ross's wedding, part one, that that also was happening. We said it was very choppy in that mm. um, episode, but maybe that was because it's. I mean, that was all the UK stuff, so London stuff. Oh yeah. 
So maybe it was just like, oh, we want to get a bit of London in. But yeah. there isn't much of a storyline with Joey trying to look around and um, Chandler being really whingy. So... Yeah, I guess, uh, this, but at least with that one, you had transition, like you saw the transition scenes of like London, um, the London scenes. Whereas yeah. I feel like in um, season one, it was literally like you were, there wasn't any sort of break or that sort of transition scene. It was literally, you were in, I think that was what was so disconcerting, yeah. you were in the next scene, you hadn't realised. Yeah, we did say that, didn't we? There were a couple of times like, what's happening? Why are we suddenly here? Oh, right, we've moved on. I think the first time Theory Bell came out, it was something that we perhaps didn't talk about a great deal after that, but I think is a key part of Friends. It's the men versus the women mm. and how they used to do that a lot more in the early seasons. Um, I think I mentioned that when Ross and Rachel first kissed, and um, I think the episode, was it the East, Laun- East German Laundry Detergent? There was some thing where it was men versus yes, women. And, their reactions to it. Yeah, and they were much more in sort of separate groups back then. Yeah, they definitely, that is one they definitely did drop mm. later on. And I think rightly so, because I think actually some of the best couplings, in a looser sense, mm. um, not necessarily romantic couplings, but couplings within episodes are actually between one of the women and one of the men. Yeah. And... Charmer and Phoebe. We get in uh, the one where everybody finds out. Yes. Nice little interaction between those two. Um, And we said before how much we love Ross and Phoebe together. Yeah. They're a really fun Um, one. And that was really, you know, in Joey's Big Break, um, where they've got that sort of... <laughs> Phoebe's had this. Uh, well, we find out it's a dream about Ross. Yeah, but um, we don't know that at the beginning. Yeah, she's crossed with him, <laughs> and the interactions where Ross is desperately trying to find out what he did wrong. Yeah, and he really wants to make it up, but he doesn't know what was wrong. I just think, yeah, I do. I think it was probably right for them to drop that quite quick, quickly. Yeah, although we see the the guys and the girls together at times. I think, yeah, not to just lean heavily on that another sort of change which actually was maybe for the worse was um joey not in the early seasons not quite as dumb character caricaturely is that word no the caricature of being dumb the dumb joey he's still yeah there's elements of that but it wasn't as i think the example i gave was the speaking french thinking you go going floop 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 and you're speaking french yeah it just became a bit farcical yeah in the later seasons didn't it whereas in the early ones he's quite sweet and mm. just a bit naive and not quite getting some of the things well another one of um well i think it that's what's maybe started the use of the theory bell title mm. to ring the theory bell was um, I mentioned that I thought they were often, the first scene, coffee house. Uh, we didn't have the theory bell in the coffee house in, the, in your, when you oh. originally came out. You came out of the theory, not this season, last last series. Oh, did I? Yeah. Ah. I'm still mixing up season and series. You're just going to have to get used to it. <laughs> well, it's quite confusing because we like to say podcast series. Yeah, because UK is series. Yes. And then... But the seasons for the friends things. But <laughs> then it does make it more confusing. 
Um, but no, yeah, you came up with that a while ago. Um, oh, did I? Yeah. Ah. Before this series of the podcast. But should we see how it bears out in this series of the podcast? I would love to. So recap your theory, please. My theory is that I think a lot of the episodes start in the coffee house. Yeah, so that it's first scene pre-credits is in the coffee house. Yeah, good setup location. Yes. Should we see how it bears out in this? Uh... Yes. Did I say that I thought at the beginning... <laughs> Did I say of... that I wanted to distance myself from that? <laughs> well, re- well, remember, we're only taking a little slice of the action here. Yeah, but when we finally get through all the episodes... <laughs> then we'll be able to do a proper analysis. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things I slipped in as a possible side theory was that it happened more in the earlier seasons than in the later ones. Right, yes. I don't know if I necessarily stand by that. Well, I, w- I, I, I distanced yourself from that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's get a little look at those stats then. So, we'll do a very quick rundown, shall we? Okay. And also this will tell you what um, episodes we did during this series. Ah, very good. I'll keep count. Okay, so the first one we did uh, from season one was the one with the East German laundry detergent. First scene, coffee house. Ding, 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 ding. It's going well so far. The second episode from season one we did was the one with the birth, not the coffee house. Uh -uh. Um, Quite a different one because it was all set in the hospital. Uh, Season two, we did the one with Russ, not the coffee house. Uh -uh. And then from season two, the one where Ross and Rachel, you know... Not the coffee house. (laughs) (laughs) Then we move on to season three. So we did the one with the flashback. Coffee house. Then we did from season three, the one with the morning after. Not the coffee house. (laughs) Season four, we move on to the one with the jellyfish. Not the coffee house. (laughs) Season four, the one with Ross's wedding part one. Not the coffee house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> season five the one where everybody finds out not the coffee house <laughs> and then finally season five the one with joey's big break coffee house oh dear i make that three out of ten yeah that's not it's not the best average but to be no. fair to you we have chosen some uh ones where they've very different, as in the one with Ross's wedding. Obviously, we're in London. Mm-hmm. Um, although we do start in New York. We do start in New York, yeah. <laughs> the jellyfish were in the beach. Yes, the beach house. We're not even in, in New York there. No, so. fair enough. Or New York City, anyway. Actually, where are they in that one? Are they in... Montauk. Where's that? Well, that we, we, we had a long <laughs> conversation about it at the time. <laughs> we looked it up and everything, where Montauk is. I think we decided it was it was sort of was it Long Island area? Oh, uh, is that counted as New York City or just New York State? I mean, to be we put in the summary we find out where Mantork is and we <laughs> we just haven't remembered. Yeah, we find out. Do we remember? No. No, I, I'm fairly sure it was somewhere like Long Island because it was quite cl- it was close than I thought it was. Well, it says Mantork may be considered part of the Hamptons. That was it, the Hamptons. Yeah, I remember that. That doesn't tell me whether... And the Hamptons aren't part of New York City, though, are they? So it's part of New York State, just not New York City, I think. Well, yeah, isn't it uh, Isn't it Long Island? Hamptons is not in Long Island, no? But is Long Island... Long Island is 
Is that considered part of New York State? Yeah. Oh, so it is. Oh, right. But that's where Rachel's from. What's the five boroughs of New York, though? Is what Long Island one of them? Well, you can name them. Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan. Um, <laughs> you started off so confidently. Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan. Dad just got this in a quiz once. Staten Island. Staten Island. Yeah, it's Staten Island, not Long Island, isn't it? And uh, the other one. Um, Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island. Are you going to kick this off? Don't know. <laughs> Shall I have a look? Yeah. What are they called? Oh, boroughs? Yeah. Bro- no, I said Brooklyn. <laughs> um, I've, put, I've written in, in New Island into the New York. Bronx. The Bronx. We got the other four. Yep. Yes. Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, Not bad. I don't think the people in New York are naming all the um, London boroughs. Oh, yeah. How many London boroughs can you name? I mean, you couldn't name all the London boroughs, no, to be course, fair. of course not. <laughs> There's more than five, though. Yeah. So, that's what it is. So, okay, so that is, it's New York, but not New York City. Correct. It's, it's, it's the it's state. This, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we've got some out-of-state look-ins in this. Fair enough, maybe, that they're not all in um, a coffee house, but it does look a worrying stat for your longer-term trends. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Another thing we had on the theory bell was Ross speaks slowly. Oh, more emphasised in the first seasons, and I think that did that definitely was a thing. And um, and we saw it particularly with the one with Russ. Oh yeah, where he was supposed to have the character traits of Ross and one of them was speaking really slowly and like getting the words out takes ages oh no I'm quite like Ross in that respect and yeah they did they did drop that didn't they I mean occasionally you see that happening but not to the extent some of those episodes in the first few seasons it was like oh come on yeah it's too much it is a bit too much I think you you said what that one of the things they sort of kept a bit more was him going hi yes that's true and that's, yeah, that's all you need, really. You get the idea of Ross in that high without him taking, like, five hours to say something. One of the things we certainly saw from the ones we picked was um, the Ross and Rachel story arc. I mean, I know you're gonna, you are going to get that through Friends, but we seem to pick particularly good ones in terms of their story arc, didn't we? That's true. We're getting pretty much all of that beginning of their their story together yeah, in the ones we picked. It's good episodes in pictures. If you wanted to summarise their relationship, so East German laundry detergent is where they're first sort of having feelings. Is it a first date that they go onto a laundrette? It, it was inconclusive, <laughs> but we decided it wasn't. No, it's not. Unless they were going to our idea of the laundry bar. Ah, right. So I've looked it up since that. Yeah. So we said at the time... The only way of making a laundrette fun would be if you put a bar in it. Yeah. We came up with some great cocktail ideas oh, called yeah. the wash and go, which is made of curacao so it looks blue and then you'd have bubbles on top. Come on. It's brilliant. We said, oh, it's exactly the sort of thing you get in Shoreditch. Yeah. Well, what's the Shoreditch of the North? Manchester. Manchester. Mm. So we're, <laughs> we're going to Manchester tomorrow. We could be going to the wash house. That isn't as good a name, is it? I know, but if you if you go to their website, um, clean clothes for dirty work, Manchester's best service. We don't cater for all your laundry needs and more. 
Our friendly staff won't take care of your washing and it's probably best not to let them loose near a washing machine. But it is, the frontage is a laundrette to get into the the bar. I mean, none of the website says it's a bar, but to get into the bar, you have to go through a bit like you do in London when we went through that fridge. Yeah. You have to go through a sort of giant washing machine and you get into the bar. Oh, that that is good. The thing is, I can't find their menu because it's so like, oh, yeah, we're a laundrette. Mm. So I can't say what kind of cocktails they have and whether they've got a wash and go. (laughs) But maybe we should go and find it. I was going to say, is this our saying? We need to go. (laughs) We need to go. Do a bit of research. (laughs) Do some market research. Oh, if only we got paid for this podcast, then we could um, claim back on tax. That's true. Well, we'll can we still do that? (laughs) We're not self-employed, so... <laughs> just sort of write to the HMRC and go have this back. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, I think. Yeah, so I mean, we we predicted it would be a thing, but I think ours is still better. Yeah, and because we were actually in the laundrette bit, whereas this sounds like you go through the laundrette to get into an actual bar. Yeah, it's more fun. Ours is you're in the laundrette. And do they have the wash and go? We simply don't we know. We simply don't know. We need to do that market research. But if they haven't got a Curacao-based thing with bubbles on top, they've really missed out on it. They're going through it, aren't they? Come on. So, yeah. So, with the East German laundry detergent, we saw, yeah, possibly their first date. Possibly not. But um, the sort of, yeah, the early stages of it. And then then the one with Rust. Yes. So, they they sort of... We missed the bit with, with Julie, but the idea that, yeah, they're now dating other people after their initial look like they might get together and uh Rachel dates Ross (laughs) and then they get together and we had the one where Ross and Rachel you know and then we have them breaking up (laughs) so the one with the morning after when they've broken up and we had the one with the jellyfish where um you know they were broken up and then they get back together during this episode and then they break up again (laughs) Because they, Ross didn't realise what he was agreeing to. They got back together for approximately what, <laughs> half a day. Yeah. And then we get the one with Ross's wedding part one, where Rachel realises she's in love with Ross. She's in love with him. And goes to try... I mean, and... I do love him. <laughs> she goes off to London to try and stop the wedding and tell Ross how she feels. Um. Yeah, so it's quite the... um. Yeah, we've seen them quite a uh, main bits of theirs, and then also I think as well a lot of the Chandler and Monica early uh, yes, rumblings. That's true. So in the one with the birth, um, they make the that pact that people used to make when they haven't, you know, if they hadn't reached a certain age, yeah. they'd get together um, because Monica was all like, "Oh, I want a baby," and then also the one with the jellyfish. Chandler's trying to prove to her why he would be a good boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. And we didn't get, because we had part one of Ross's wedding. Yeah. So we don't get them the end, getting together, but it's the one before that, yeah. where they're in London. And then the one where everyone finds out. Yeah. Where they're officially together. And Chandler says he, he loves Monica. He loves her. So yeah, from our next series of podcasts, it'll be all it'll be um, them together. Yeah, that's true. Also, they had did they sort of have a little bit of the um, we I think we talked about it where we thought maybe the producers were sort of thinking about Monica and Chandler mm. when we had the uh, one with the flashback in season three. 
Do you remember that one where they all, um, Janice asked uh, yeah. if any of them had slept together? Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of an inkling there where they were sort of quite sweet together. Oh, yeah. Charmed and Monica. And you yeah. got a feeling that, oh. That was it. That was the other one, wasn't it? Where, yeah. Well, one of the things we do on our um, series sum up is hit, miss, or maybe. Hit, miss, or maybe. Which we definitely haven't stolen from someone else. <laughs> from someone in the 90s. They don't remember. What was it called, actually? I've forgotten. Hit, miss, or maybe? Yeah. Um, hit, miss, or maybe. <laughs> That wasn't the name of the program, no, was it? <laughs> no, it was the name of the segment. CD UK? CD UK, that was it. Oh, no wonder they won't listen to music anymore. There's no um, things telling you what you should like. <laughs> yeah, no um, celebrity you don't care about. Jimmy, N- Jimmy Nail, who um, <laughs> no child knew of, wasn't um, much to listen to. I knew of him. He did that song about crocodile tears. Yeah, I didn't really understand what that was. No, crocodile shoes. Crocodile, yeah, crocodile shoes. What was no? He had a big and hit. Yeah, that was something about crying, wasn't it? That was a really good song. Crying. Uh, <laughs> um, to cry. Oh, uh, no, I want to get it. I'm not going to get it. Well, let me just have a look. I'm not going to get try. it. Uh, she's lying. Don't need nobody else. She she's loves lying. you. She's lying. That was it, wasn't it? Don't need nobody else. And that's true. She's lying. I'll always be my friend, sweet darling. Why does she pretend? Ain't no doubt it's plain to see. Ain't no doubt it's plain to see. Woman like you's no good for me. <laughs> she's <laughs> not good for me. <laughs> that was it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that song. That wasn't what I was thinking of, but sure. Well, that was his big hit. Oh, yeah, he was in Evita. Was he? Was he? Evita? You think he's Madonna? <laughs> well, he was on the soundtrack. Oh, right. Who was he in Evita? I don't know. I've never seen it. I do vaguely remember that, actually. Did you have you seen Evita? Um, I think I've seen bits of it. Mum and Dad went to see it at the cinema when we were younger, um, and then I think they bought the video as well. Yeah, they did. Why didn't we watch it? No, not really on my thing. <laughs> I love musicals. You know, I love a musical. Yeah. Oh, a musical podcast would be good. I think there's probably one or two out there already. <laughs> you don't have you don't have the range of musicals. Um, I've seen upwards of four musicals. You've not even seen Starlight Express. Answer me, yes. No, I haven't, but I know the songs. I have. I know that song. <laughs> I have. I was waiting for you to ask, but I have. <laughs> yeah, he was in it. So, don't ask me what part. I don't know. But have you found a song that Love you think is... don't live here anymore. No, my one was the famous one he did. Ain't no dead as plenty. Okay, that got to number one. Yeah. yeah. number one. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe I pulled that out of nowhere. You don't seem impressed. Um, no, I am impressed, um, but my face doesn't show it. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a cover. Um, sorry, let's just... Don't, let's don't fall down a wormhole of Jimmy <laughs> Nail. Keep looking at Jimmy Nail. No one remembers who he is. Um, well, I'll tell you who was on CD UK um, as a presenter. Cat Dealey. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Cat Dealey. Was Anna Deck on it at all, or was it just Cat Dealey? Yes, Anna Deck were on... SMTV Live, which then turned into CD, CD UK. UK. 
It was very popular in those days to just use initials. <laughs> yeah, who knows why? Blue Peter should have um, rebranded to BP. BP. <laughs> that sounds more. like the um, petrol face. <laughs> yeah. But Americans might know Kat Deeney because she moved to America, didn't she? Oh, yeah. Did she just move there or did she actually do anything? No, I think she did something. Because <laughs> they're not going to know if she just moved there. Um, I don't know how popular it was. No, I think she did. was sort of known. Kat Deeley. And um, also, what blows my mind every time is yeah. who Kat Deeley's married to. Yes. Well, we know how much you hate, um, what's his face? Patrick Hilty. Yeah. It just not, didn't, I just didn't ever see those two together. No, it, it is it is an odd uh, choice. In 2006, she became the host of So You Think You Can Dance in the United States, which has been nominated five times for a primetime Emmy. Oh, right. The trouble with Kat Dealey is she gets mixed up in my head with Tess Daly. Tess Daly, yeah. Both um, female blonde presenters, both married to someone famous. Of, of the same sort of time. Yeah. Although Tess Daly is still going. I mean, maybe Kat Dealey is, we don't know. Um, well, Kat Dealey came back for... Um, one of the Ant and Deck, um, what's the word I'm thinking of, uh, when you, anniversaries. Oh, yeah. And they do a, a sort of anniversary and they did, because... Wonky this... Donkey. <laughs> Wonky Donkey was great. <laughs> Wonky Donkey. No, what I'm thinking is, bringing it back to the podcast, they used to do a take-off of Friends. <gasps> Chums. Chums. Yes, the little sketch. Yeah, see if you can get that on YouTube, because it is really good. I think that it was like the anniversary of... Um, what was it called? Not Saturday Takeaway. That's the other one. Um, SMTV. SMTV. It was like a twenty-year anniversary or whatever it would be, and they did a chum sketch. Oh, did they to celebrate? Oh, yeah. I missed that. Can't remember. It must have been on Saturday Night Takeaway. Yes, probably. Which is um, Andex now um, program. One of them. One of their many. One I should say. Many. Yes, chums. I forgot about chums. Yeah. And they'd had this, they had a set that made it look like Monica's apartment. Yeah. And then the last episode was really big, wasn't it? It was like they were, you know, they really bit up to it being the last episode of Chums. And um, they were going to get married. Harry. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Who was the one who was going to get married to Kat? A deck, I think. Oh. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Most likely one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, people in America are thinking, who the hell is Anna and Deck? Um, sorry, if they know Kat Deely and don't know Anne Deck. Uh, yes, because what well, I, I just <laughs> said that Kat Deely has been the popular American show that was nominated five times for a prime time. <laughs> oh, it made me sad if they never heard of Anne Deck, though. Eh? They're, yeah. they're our main export, not export, because we have an export. <laughs> exactly, that's the problem. We've kept them firmly here. Um, sorry, just to go back to Kat Deely, it says in her career on Wikipedia... She entered a regional edition of BBC competition for The Clothes Show. Do you remember The Clothes Show? Do I? The Clothes Show Live. Um, that was one of Weird. those depressing Sunday night TV um, programmes <laughs> that made you feel like, oh no, oh no, it's school tomorrow. But you like fashion. Do you remember watching it and thinking this is the sort of thing I want to go into? No, I remember it being quite odd. It was sort of catwalky things, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was catwalky things, but was it? it wasn't like... I mean, what was it? It wasn't because it's Birmingham, so it wasn't like old Prada on the catwalk. It was like what? Who was it? <laughs> Dorothy Perkins, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I think it was that kind of idea, wasn't it? More sort of high street stuff, right? But uh, I'm surprised the BBC is allowed to do that because you're not really allowed to. <laughs> what was the point of the closure? <laughs> I don't. 
I actually, it's one of those things that's so like in your mind, but I actually don't know what it. I remember the guy. Of. I really remember the presenter. I remember him sort of yeah wearing like a three piece. I think well maybe was it just to bring the idea of fashion because people you know in the provinces wouldn't be able to go to London and see a fashion show. Wasn't it the idea that you brought that you know the fashions onto TV? Maybe. I mean, there wasn't, you know, YouTube and things now. You can have a look at what's yeah. happening in London Week, London yeah, Fashion Week. that's true. But I, that's just what I'm saying. And this isn't London Fashion Week. It's Birmingham NEC. <laughs> You're not close getting... Live. Yeah. yeah. Was it always Clothes Show Live, though? Or was the Clothes Show just a separate Something, thing? Something, oh, maybe. This is interesting, though. Many now famous faces have plucked from the show, including Holly Willoughby, Kat Deeney and Erin O'Connor. Oh, right. I mean, Americans will probably know Aaron Connor. Maybe not the other two. Oh no, Cat Dealey. They will. We just that. <laughs> literally just discussed that. She was five. <laughs> she was in a show that was five time nominated <laughs> for a prime time Emmy. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Have we have we had the name of this show yet, or are we just yes, I read it out. Oh right. Something about okay. So you think you can dance? Uh, oh, of course. That, uh, is that is that strictly come dancing? No, mm, don't know. <laughs> American reality television dance competition. You, if you're you're a probably going to guess that. If you're a presenter, you've got a lot of opportunity in these days. I mean, most shows these days are things like that, aren't they? Yeah, that's true. You think about getting into presenting? Nah. I've got the guts. <laughs> well, that's Cat Dooley done. Cat Dooley? That's, that's Cat Dooley. Cat Dooley. Cat Dooley done. That's Pat Dooley done. <laughs> yeah, so he, she was on CD UK. <laughs> She presented CD UK. Oh, yeah, Hit Miss. <laughs> hit Miss or Maybe. I can't remember what we were doing. So we're doing sub-seas, Hit Miss or Maybe. Yes. Should we just start from the start? Let's start from the start. East German laundry detergent, Angela and Bob. Who we nicknamed Anob. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Come on, guys. It's funny. Anob. Um... Can you remember anything about them? Oh. Angela, Angela oh. ate her chicken wings like this. Oh, yes. And Bob, um, we said he looked like a sort of yuppie. That's right, yeah. Okay. Are we taking them together? Yes. Uh, 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 uh. I got maybe. Oh, not. You hate that. <laughs> I'm not just judging her just on the way she eats. Mm, it doesn't exactly seem like a. No, okay. Okay, okay wanna... miss then. No, also, someone we've had before. Yes. Janice. Janice. It was the first appearance of Janice. Which obviously we've had on um, Hit, Miss and Maybe before. Of course. The trouble here with Janice is it's very contextual, isn't it? Or in, so are we taking her in this episode? In this episode, maybe. Or are we just doing it as a subsea? Well. Mm, tricky. I can't really remember how I did her before. But I can't really remember her in this episode. This, Charla was breaking up with her. Oh, so she wasn't yes. in it much. And then Phoebe had to break up with her. Um, mm. Well, no, just take it generally then. Okay. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Because it, it depends. <laughs> that we also had who we called Mitzi <laughs> and then realised her name probably wasn't Mitzi. Why did we think it was Mitzi? It was in, well, I thought it was Mitzi because it was in some transcript. She was down as Mitzi. But as we were talking through the episode, we did the quote that Rachel said and she called her Missy. 
And I uh, then sort of twigged and thought, oh, maybe someone thought she was addressing her as Mitzi, Mitzi. but actually she was just saying Missy. Yeah, because why would we why would we know her name? Really? Yeah, and in some transcripts she's just called Angry Woman. Ooh. But I like I I think she looks like a Mitzi. I'm happy with yeah, her. Yeah, that's quite a Mitzi then. Mitzi. Uh, uh, hit. Yeah. Not very nice, Rachel, but a great character. A great character, great look. What we, we said Mitzi. was if a costume, if your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. shows your personality then yeah that was a good example of that yes you knew exactly what that one was about <laughs> just by what she was wearing that's all for that next one the one with the birth oh, a lot on this one now i've seen in your notes you put carol and susan together as if they're one entity <laughs> yeah yeah they are okay well carol and S- carol and, and susan, susan. Uh, which I don't know which hand's doing which. Uh, well, you're doing this as if you're going to do the same yeah. both. Yeah. Ding! Ding! Yeah, we like Carol's Susan. Great, great characters. A shame we didn't see more of them later on. Yeah, I particularly like Susan. Bit, a bit of sarky. Yeah, that's why I like A bit of sass. <laughs> that's why I like her. Dr. Franz Blau, he was the one that was hitting on Rachel while Carol was trying to give birth. Oh, yeah. Mm, oh. Maybe. Transblau. Transblau. It was quite there's, good. There's a time and a place. <laughs> um, then we had Lydia. I think Lydia was the one that was giving birth that oh, J- yes. um, Joey helped out with. Uh, hit! She was really good. Yeah, we like Lydia. Nick Finn. <laughs> hey, Nick Finn. You'll have to listen to that episode. There's also the nurse who was the actress that played Estelle. Oh, yes. Like we didn't notice. Uh, uh, ding. Ding. She was great as the nurse. Yes. Get across, there's too many people in here. Great as a nurse, great as a cell. She was also the nurse for Lydia and for uh, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> Never overstretched. Um, there was sort of um, Roy, as it says Roy in the credits, who I presume was the, because there was a, um, Lydia's baby daddy. Yes. So I presume that was him. Yeah. Because he did get a line, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, right, when he came in. Yeah. Because mm. they were sort of talking, weren't they? Or Joey's at the door listening in. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, uh, maybe. We can't. We... You simply can't put any judgment on something you don't remember. No. The janitor. The janitor. I think he just sort of lipped into the cupboard, didn't he? Yeah, did, he didn't do much. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think he's got to be a maybe then as well. Yeah, maybe. Um, but we saw the birth of a new subsea. <laughs> yes! A new subsea enters. But we can't really judge him on just being handed around as a baby. But we judge him as a subsea? I think we must have done before, haven't we? We must have yeah. had Ben I already. Mean, you can't sort of say, er, er, your child, can you? Oh. Oh, right. <laughs> no, I do like Ben. Um, yeah, because we had him and you like the fact he traced round Father Christmas's buckle oh, in the yes. one with the armadillo. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is really cute. He is cute. And then we moved on to the one with Russ, mm. <laughs> which is also the one with a fun Bobby. Fun Bobby. Not so fun Bobby as I well, look, as we discussed, him. As we discussed at the time, was he actually fun? And we decided he was probably more fun when he was sober. Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't particularly fun when he was drunk, mm. and he was quite dull when he was sober. So I think he's probably a uh, 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 a miss. 
Oh, hello. Hello. Who's coming up? Is it Estelle again? It's Estelle. I think I gave a hint what I'm going to score her. Um, what? No, I can't really remember her in this one. Uh, oh, yeah, I do, of course, because of the one with Russ, which is the one I used to always watch. Um, have you ever seen me ecstatic? Well, here it is. <laughs> I've got to say, I think Estelle is one of the best subsees. Oh, definitely. They should, again, they should have used her more. I think yeah. we said at the time. I know you want to use that sparingly because it's an over-the-top character. I understand that. But I think they could have had a few more with her. And but you didn't listen to that with Janice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Estelle is a more fun character. Yeah. So yeah, definite hit. She is a massive hit. And then we briefly got Julie, um, because she then goes out with Russ, or they uh, their eyes meet at the end. Um, oh yeah, of can't, course. Can't really judge her on that scene, but generally. In general, I like she's Julie. She's a hit. I think she would have been good for Ross. It's such a shame. Yeah. And then um, we also had Snero. Snero? Yeah. Oh, yes. Ross. Ross. <laughs> hit. Oh, come on. Massive hit. <laughs> that hair. And the one where Ross and Rachel, you know, we didn't get many subsidies. No, we didn't. Just Richard, I think, that I've got written down. Well, um, there was one that we discussed whether they were a subsidy. And yes. this was their a debut. The Lazy Boys. Lazy Boy Chairs. So Richard, come on, we don't need to say it. Massive, Massive hit. hit. Again, one of the best subsees. I loved Richard. I loved Monica and Richard's relationship. It's a shame they didn't go on a bit longer and we could have had maybe last two seasons with Charm. Mm. <laughs> uh, what do you think about his Lazy Boys? Oh, yeah, well... It's difficult because, you know, a couple of cows had to die for them. Mm. But then they were chair-shaped cows, so it's all right. <laughs> they couldn't have lived in the wild. <laughs> They're a hit. They're a hit. Now, now with the flashback. When I looked this up in terms of cast, there was a lot of names I didn't really remember or recognise. So maybe mm. we just skip over them. No, and I think I reckon they must have been Rachel's friends. Oh, right. A gang of friends. Gang of friends, yeah. Um, who I don't think were named in the episode, but obviously maybe had a name in the yeah. in the credits. Yeah. But we didn't really get enough of them to... And also, I don't know the difference between them. No. So maybe we just move we on. Skip on that. Um, but Janice again. We've got Janice again. Oh, yeah. But we said on that one that we quite liked Janice. It was literally just her at the start saying, have you ever... <laughs> Uh, got together with anyone. That's the sort of Janice we like, about yeah. five seconds. <laughs> yeah, no laugh. I'll tell you who we did get in this. Well, we got we got someone who, again, not really enough maybe to, to judge him, but Eric, who was the potential roommate of Chandler. Eric, oh yeah. He, was he the one that had a um, model sister, his sister a model? I think his sister was a model and Chandler was going to give him the room because his sister was a model and, oh, my sister's having a party at Beach House. Oh, and that swung him the... Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember now. I, I just bet maybe. Maybe. We, he's, a, he's a maybe. He's a maybe. We don't know. But i tell you who we did get in here. He's exciting. Joey? <laughs> Mr. Heckles. Mr. Heckles. Keep it down. He's a massive yeah. thing, isn't he? I mean, you don't see very much of Mr. Heckles, but... He's always a winner. He is a winner. Do you remember when he popped up on the reunion? Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> it was the one that you were most excited about. And he basically looked the same. Yeah. Unbelievably. Well, keep it down, Mr. Heckles. It was Mr. Heckles' apartment now. Yeah, oh, yeah. I could be Chandler's new roommate. I love that scene with Mr. Heckles. The one with the morning after? Yeah. We had some very strong characters that sub season this one. Um, we had Gunther, who obviously we've had before. Of course. Massive hit. Um, but we also had Chloe, who was the mm, one that did the bit of adultery with Ross. Ah, uh, yes. Copy Chloe. girl. Copy girl. Copy girl, but she seemed quite excited that Ross and Rachel might get back together, so it was all... A... Yeah, she was quite sweet. Yeah. I'd give her a hit. It was really on Ross's shoulders, not hers. Mm. Isaac, dude. Isaac. Come on, you must remember Isaac. We're the same. No, we're not. Oh, yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> yes, Isaac, who worked. Where do you work in? The in the copy, copy place. place. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Where it all happens. Oh yes, Isaac. Oh, I quite like Isaac. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A, a proper hippie guy. Yeah, sooner dude. Hit, hit. He's a hit. And then Jasmine. Jasmine. You better, t- and Isaac said, you better tell my flatmate because she works with Phoebe. It's Jasmine. It's Jasmine. You did a bad thing. <laughs> you did yeah. a very bad thing. I like Jasmine. Yeah, you can imagine her working at the sort of place Phoebe works in. Yes. They'd get on well together. Couldn't really see them as brother and sister, but sure. Oh, uh, yeah, were well, they brother and sister, not flatmates? Yeah, they were brothers. Well, they were siblings, yeah. but maybe I'm wrong. The one with the jellyfish. Gunther again. <laughs> He's always just popping up in the background. Bonnie. Bonnie. We only got a bit of her on this one, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Um, I didn't really sorry, like Bonnie. Sorry, Bonnie. Bonnie. I just don't think you're right for Ross. Uh, yeah, she was a little bit annoying. I mm. give her a miss. I give her probably a miss as well. Tell you, wouldn't, I wouldn't give a miss. Phoebe Senior. Yes. I loved BBC. Again, I think it's something we could have seen more of. Yeah, shame. Yeah. Big hit. Big hit. Tell you out to who is a massive hit. Again, one of the standouts. Ursula? Ursula. <laughs> so good. I I love her. I love her. Yeah. And very good in this one as well. Just the <laughs> contrast with her and Phoebe is so good. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> there was a note. Hang on. <laughs> Oh, yeah, really good. Now, the one with Ross's wedding, part one. Ah. We've got some subsies who you might be a little bit familiar with. Maybe we say cameo rather than (laughs) subsie. A cameo. Someone who you might have seen at the Queen's funeral. She got an invite. Um, Yeah, I think she was sat behind um, because it's obviously her daughters. Yeah. You've got to be there for your daughters. I'm fairly sure she was sat behind them. It's Fergie. It's Fergie. Sarah Ferguson, Duchess of York. So is he still is he still the Duke of York? Because they you know all the shuffling round, but does he get to still keep Duke of York? Yeah. And has Edward been made Duke of Edinburgh yet? Or are we still waiting for that to happen? Oh, why does he get it? Well, because it's Charles vacant. is king. It's vacant. But... It's vacant. It's vacant. You're not going to give it to Andrew. <laughs> Right, sure. And what are we saying? That's a good one, so you get it. I mean, what is the deal with? Because I think it was like... promised to him. I think it oh, was promised right. to him. But I don't think Charles has made him it yet. It's not, isn't it? No. Because he hasn't got really got anything. What was he? Wessex? Yeah. A made-up place. Uh, <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> um, it is weird how they pick them, because 
apart from Prince of Wales, which is always you the know, second one. Yeah, in your line. Um, second in line. In command. Second in command. Second one. There isn't any rhyme or reason, is there? Or is Duke of York always the third in line? I don't know. Honestly, don't know. But I do know that um, Edinburgh was promised to Edward. The Queen wanted that, I think. But it's obviously up to Charles to make him that. But you need that because you've got the Duke of Edinburgh scheme. It's not like the other ones. You haven't got any sort of schemes. But you need the Duke of Edinburgh. But that was specifically named after him, wasn't it? As in Prince Prince Philip. Philip. So do they sort of say, oh, who's actually interested in this? Scheme. <laughs> Has anyone sort of We can put our names forward. <laughs> no. But what I mean is, they've got they sort of run out of options because they can't make Andrew. Charles no. is king. No. Harry's <laughs> now. And, <laughs> and do you want and, to be Duke of Edinburgh? And, but I'm just thinking, would you change the name of it? You can't really, know, can you? The scheme? Yeah. No. Yeah. Why would you change the name of it? But I'm just thinking, it's was made up for I mean he it was his thing yeah Prince Philip but then you that so you then, say that but that's the legacy isn't it oh well I've got this title and I think well I don't actually really care about kids going camping well I'm afraid <laughs> you have to sort of care about kids going camping because it goes the name I, I care more about the theatre studies but the idea <laughs> yes. of Duke of Edinburgh wasn't just camping it was that you could do things like theatre studies but you just had to um you had to camp you didn't have to count. You did. You, you didn't have to. You, 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 I. Uh, who out of us applied for it and got their little red book? <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, not even. Yeah, it's nervous. one. It is one step more than you did. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, one of the things you had to do was go on that those trips. Yeah, we didn't have to camp. Yeah, you, you did. No, you didn't camp. You, you had did. to go. You had to camp. No, you didn't have to camp. You could. You had to sort of prove you're doing something for the community. So you could set up a theatre school, um, stay yeah. in a YMCA. <laughs> One of the things you had to do was do that thing, and you could travel which way. You didn't have to walk. I had some friends who did catacanoting. I had some friends who did the walk, and um, someone uh, they'd got in their group was. Um, yeah, it didn't it was complaining quite a lot. And oh, was it me? <laughs> and I sort of felt really sorry for this person. I mean, I only heard the stories. I sort of think, well, that would have been me. And they were sort of quite mean because they were very competitive. And you sort of thought, well, that's not really the spirit of Duke of Edinburgh, is it? No, you're not. It, the whole point is you're not competing at all. And that, well, just... tell, tell that to the competitive ones. Right. <laughs> and they said, oh, yeah, she was whinging all the time. I mean, that is me, a winch or a spit from outside. But I'm sure I remember it being a thing that you could do different things and you had to make up your points. Yeah, make up your points, which you could do in different things, but I think you had to do... A residential doesn't necessarily mean camping, though, does it? Once you complete your activities, you need to make sure... You've well, got a camping activities? equipment. <laughs> You've done all your sections of... <laughs> <laughs> for any Americans listening they don't even know what DMV is <laughs> straight off the bat um, well while you look it up I'll, okay. give, I'll give a little summary Thank so you. at schools you could um, well when you were younger you could apply for the Duke of Edinburgh scheme and it was to show something extracurricular so you um, had to make a certain amount of points to get 
bronze, silver or gold. And obviously gold, you had to get quite a lot more and do a lot more. But the idea was, was sort of community things and walking and yeah, so people went on the hikes and things. But it was just anything that was extracurricular really, wasn't it? It wasn't academic to show you've got, you're a rounded person. Um, volunteering, physical skills, physical skills and expedition. What will you choose for each of your four activities? So I think you had to do each of those things. So volunteering, physical skills, expedition. So you had to do each of those. What I was saying to you is I don't think expedition needs to be camping. But I think it needs to be expedition kit. I think it does is what I'm saying to you. Right. I think you just need to hike and then you can stay in a hostel. Mm, I don't think that's the idea of an expedition. Expedition doesn't mean camping. Expedition means you go on a trip, as in we found out in Winnie the Pooh, they go and fight yeah, a hyperlon. You can't stay in like a five-star hotel and go, why Did I that? say a five-star hotel? <laughs> think I said a hostel. Well, I've seen a lot of um, tents in this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people did go camping, but I don't think it was a requisite that you had to stay in I a don't tent. I don't think you can do expedition and stay in a hostel. I'm sorry. I just don't. <laughs> well, this is going to take some further digging, so we'll have to wait until our next... <laughs> season to actually come to it. And we'll see who's in their DV gold. <laughs> Can you, do you think you have to be a child? Can I try and do it now? Um, I think there probably is an age is limit. <laughs> um, but the idea with DV gold is because it was so much extra work you had to do, um, you got to meet, uh, you got to go to the Buckingham Palace and get your award yes. and pretty much always meet the Duke of Edinburgh who yeah. gave it to you. Um, didn't Mum gets DV bronze. She got bronze, yeah. Well, I have to ask her whether she stayed in a hostel. Well, she's not doing camping, I tell you that now. I mean, wasn't that the thing that, that she went on the a walk? Time she camped? No. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll just have to see. I don't. I also, I don't think for bronze you need to camp. I mean, <laughs> I think bronze was very much very low level. I mean, you have to still do the four activities. You're just doing less time of them. Right, okay. basically what it is. Oh, you've got to do two hours. So you've got to camp <laughs> for two hours. But anyway, uh, you'll get it from Edward now. <laughs> or not. We don't know. <laughs> Let me get this exposition kit list. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because you you might not need everything on there. Flip-flop sandals. I'm not going on an exhibition in flip-flops, that's for sure. That was optional for your campsite use. I didn't need a tent. <laughs> mm, always? Mm, yeah. I just, <laughs> I just think that the term expedition isn't for a youth hostel. Right. I mean, that's probably why you only got your red book, because you saw camping on it and then you, you clocked out. Should bronze teams use wild country? No, bronze teams should avoid wild country, <laughs> unless it's their own local area. <laughs> For example, if they leave in Brecon or Kendall, hmm. you should stay close to home if you're doing bronze. Oh, right, yeah, because they don't really know what they're doing. I mean, there's a hell of a lot of things you need. Oh, uh, yeah, I think you might be right. Can teams use recreation rooms if the campsite has them? Absolutely not. <gasps> Whoa, you can't even you use... You can't even use a recreation room. Oh, wow. So you're not, you're not going to be staying know, in some I know, sort of yeah, all right, all right, I'll <laughs> concede. Um, DOV expeditions are about solitude and independence, so DOV teams are expected to use only very basic campsites. You may use basic facilities such as drying rooms and toilet showers. Use of other facilities, 
such as games rooms, bars, cafes, shops and swimming pools, are not in keeping with DV Expedition as well. That's me out. <laughs> bars? <laughs> yeah. That's a 13-year-old popping up a bar. Oh, dear. At gold level, the campsite should be much too basic to have these. <laughs> so you get the idea of what it's all about, don't you? Right. Not, not for the likes of us. Well, if anyone's seen the um, the Crown, where um, Philip sends Charles to Gordonston, you get the idea of what Philip thinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Philip isn't going to be proving a hostile, is he? <laughs> no. If we owe Philip, I think we do. Well, anyway, Fergie was in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Hit missile, maybe? In terms of in a terms cameo, of cameo. I think we said she was all right in this, didn't we? She, yeah, she was quite good. I thought she was quite a good actress. Um, we'll give her a hit then. Hit. Uh, Richard Branson. No, we didn't think he was as good, did we? I thought we thought he did. Oh, was good. He was good. Yeah, I thought we said. Although people say it wasn't, he was. He was all right. Okay, let's give him a well, hit. I don't know. I can't remember. But hit. <laughs> uh, Emily. Miss. Mm, sorry, Emily. So, the one where everybody finds out, we have uh, a recurring sub C. I don't know whether we've had before. I think we said we thought we did. Right. He was mentioned at least. It's ugly naked guy. UNG. We sort of see the back of him here. Because normally you don't get to see yeah, him at all. Yeah, this is quite the reveal. Yeah, now we uh, could sort of see the back of him as Ross goes and looks at his apartment. And this is the last of him because he's moving out. It's got to be a hit. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot what we were doing. Yeah, hit. <laughs> Gunther, hit. Always. Dr. Ledbetter, Ross's boss, is it? Yes, that's right. He's, he's got to prove to him that he's he's not angry Ross anymore. Yeah, he's showing around the flat. And fails to, fails to show him he's not angry Ross. I mean, we don't really see enough of Dr. Ledbetter. Did we see him before the previous this? We were trying to remember. I don't think we ever decided. But uh, we thought he might have been the one that, yeah, where Ross... Has a meltdown. Has a meltdown. So, yeah, maybe we'll see him again. Yeah, I'll put maybe at this point. Cause maybe, I'm, yeah. I'm not enough of him. And then Joey's big break. Gunther again. Of course. Dr. Miller. Dr. Miller was the, um, well... Oh, no. Was, no. <laughs> Opti- Optician opt- slash optimologist <laughs> slash uh, the other one. Yeah, if you want a lot of talk about opticians versus ophthalmologists, we certainly covered in this series of podcasts. Eye doctor. Eye doctor. He's the eye doctor. We liked Dr. Miller, didn't we? Yeah, he was good. He was a hit. Hit. I've also got down Stanley. Was he the dire- director? Mmm, who... Talk to Joey. Yeah. Yeah, he might have been. Because I've also got the grip. Oh, was he the one who told Joey? I don't know. What? Yeah, you always see that on the credits, don't you? The grip. And yeah, <laughs> never really know what that is. Best boy. Best boy. I mean, they're just going to be maybes, aren't they? We don't know. We don't know. Maybes. But we've got some big hitters in that, um, in those seasons. We did, yeah. Your likes of Gunther. Yeah. Your likes of Richard. Your likes of Estelle. Ursula. All the classics. Just a couple of tidbits. Tidbits. Is it tidbits or tidbits? I think it is tidbits. 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 Just a tidbit. Um, a couple of tidbits from me, mainly about the London episode. Oh yes. 
I mean, we talked about it for so long, but I've still got more to say. <laughs> uh, I read, I don't think we talked about this at the time, that it was Channel 4 that proposed. Did we talk about this? No, we didn't. Um, it was, well, according to Wikipedia, it was Channel 4 that proposed they film in oh, London. Right. Yeah. They pitched it to the producers. Because yeah. it was Channel 4 in our country that got friends. Yeah. Also, we remember we said about some of the, um, like, where they film some of their bits. Oh, yes, yeah. Because obviously some of it was on location, but they did film studio bits mm. in London. Yeah. Uh, near Wembley Stadium. Ah, uh, yeah. Fountain Studios. Because I think I have made I have made that mistake on a previous podcast, and I think it was when we were saying, I can't remember what point it was, but some point where the, the audience whooped, and I said, oh, it, if it had been filmed in, in London, they wouldn't have done that. But it was actually filmed uh, yes. in London. And I remember that afterwards, because I remember Philip Schofield, who is one of our famous presenters, yeah. saying that he'd got... He'd been allowed to go in the audience and seen it. Oh. And I only thought about that afterwards. But yeah, I did know it was filmed. The internal bits were filmed in London, which is really nice that yeah, they did that. Because they could nice. have just filmed those bits in America, presumably. Yeah. Um, but imagine getting tickets to that. I know. That would have been great. Yeah. I presume they hyped them up. They said, you know, we want you to be loud. We said at the time we weren't happy with the representation of London. Yeah. It looked a bit grey. Mm, and apparently... Um, that episode was well received in America, but not in the UK. Uh, London complained. A one-dimensional betrayal of Britain. Oh dear. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're sort of you're complaining about the likes of the Great British Bake Off, but you know, you're portraying us as just red buses and a big Ben <laughs> and a big hat. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't think there was anything wrong with the actual portrayal. It was just some of the shots were a bit sort of grey and like... They didn't pick the best places. No. <laughs> but also I think, I did think it probably was like that in the 90s. <laughs> you didn't have your London Eye. <laughs> no, you didn't have your London Eye. You didn't have also all the city places. No. Like your, your shards. Canary Wharf would be the only one you'd have. Yeah. Your gherkin. Yeah. All the sort of shiny new buildings. So you had to film a sort of plain brick building <laughs> as you went past. That concrete building was all yeah. <laughs> also another little tidbit, um the wedding venue was inspired by the uh Victoria and Davis wedding venue, the Beckhams. Was it? Yeah, apparently. Oh right. I mean I uh, presumably not where it had bricks everywhere. Yeah. But the sort of because <laughs> um, we were saying at the time is that a place and it was a place in London. I remember looking after, up after the episode. Oh uh, was it? Yeah can't remember now but <laughs> so that's really helped <laughs> but it was it was a it was a venue when did the beckhams get married well i think brooklyn was born in 2001 i had 2001 in my head so i thought that was when they were married but he wasn't but so they, say that again so that the friend the friends they were inspired by the friends episode or the other way around no the other way around so friends the look of that where ross and Emily got married was inspired by the I local... can't work out chronologically can it they were they were married in 1999 and that episode was in oh oh no <laughs> oh yeah you're right yeah I didn't think that could work out yeah well that's what that was on Wikipedia so Are you sure it wasn't the other way around that they the, the Beckhams were inspired that would make more sense 
Maybe I just um, misunderstood that then. Because the Beckhams presumably would have watched Friends. Oh, so maybe that was it. Because America wouldn't know who Beckhams were, would they? Well, I did think that, but I thought, well, they know they did know Spice Girls, didn't they? I don't know. Uh, I think the Spice Girls had made it made it over. Well, I tell you, we do know because didn't they? Um, when we went to Disney World, yeah, second time, they 98. were playing in what used to be Downtown Disney. Were they? Yeah, do you remember? Not when we were there, but it was like a coming oh. up. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh wow! I'm sure that's right. Also, um. The tub thumping. Jumbo Wumba? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What an export. So. <laughs> the hall where the wedding ceremony took place would. Oh yeah. I just read it wrong. <laughs> the hall where the wedding ceremony took place would inspire the location for the wedding of David and Victoria Beckham. Uh, so sorry. But even that's a bit tenuous, isn't it? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I don't know how you can be inspired by bricks, yeah. basically. Also, it wasn't a hall, was it? It's supposed to be a run-down church. Yeah. Uh, weird. They must have said that in an interview. Oh, we like the look of the yeah that, that episode of Friends, because it was sort of there at the time. Have you got any more tidbits? Any more tidbits? Oh, just a couple of apologies. Um... <laughs> What's that? Um, that... Uh... Josh Riddickham was used to saying, uh, any other business? Any other business. Any other business. Any other business. Really, I felt like we really slagged off Westminster Abbey. Westminster Crabbey, did yeah. we? Yeah, we were saying, oh, it's, why would you go there? Uh, oh, because we came up, to be fair to us, we came up with several other tourist destinations. Yeah, but also one of the tourist destinations was our tour around sort of from Buckingham Palace to the South Bank. Yeah. And you basically go past Westminster Abbey and we just sort of ignored it. Oh, yeah. To look at it. <laughs> Yeah, there's all this stuff to look at. Um, we sort of saying Buckfast Abbey was better. I actually had a look at Westminster Abbey before. <laughs> I sort of forgotten how nice uh, it is. Oh right, is it like the one where Queen Queen, Queen Funeral was? Oh, now you're asking. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, but really nice. I don't remember sort of dissing it, but just saying there's other no, stuff to see. We oh, were really no, down on it. We said it. several times about why would you go there? Oh dear. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe we just. We just maybe was had a cob on. <laughs> we were Westminster Crabby. <laughs> we were Westminster Crabby. Also want to say Hampstead Heath and Greenwich, great places to visit in London. Hampstead Heath? Yeah. The views. <laughs> the views, mate. <laughs> the views of what, mate? <laughs> the rest of London, mate. Come on, everyone knows Hampstead Heath's got nice views. Um, it's not the first thing people think about when they think about the heath. Yeah, well... <laughs> I haven't, I don't think, yeah, well, uh, what views can you see then? I, have I been to Hampstead Heath? Well, you see, again, question. you're slagging off just like you slide off Westminster well, Abbey. I've definitely then... been to a part of it because my friend used to live in Hampstead, but I don't remember a part where I saw views. Um, I'll just get a little pop, pop a little. Well, it's sort of North London, isn't it? So what are you seeing from? You're seeing sort of quite a lot of it because you're high up, you see. Uh, Primrose Hill. I can see all that from Primrose Hill. I'm closer. Sure. <laughs> Primrose Hill is another good one. Yeah, well, it's me. Hampstead Heath and Primrose Hill basically the same place. But Hampstead Heath is quite a bit hard to get to, isn't it, really? Whereas Primrose Hill, you've got, you got Regent's Park, you've got a lot around that area, you've got the zoo. Uh, <laughs> but definitely Greenwich. I can't remember. Did we not mention Greenwich? No, we didn't mention Greenwich. Uh, definitely go to Greenwich. A bit further to get to, but you've got Planetarium. Yes. The actual Planetarium. Um, the observatory, Greenwich Mean Timeline, which mm-hmm. you and I straddled. 
Kawasa got to? Two different time zones. Um, well, not really, but yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the naval place, uh, Cutty Sark. Sark. Lovely views of London. Beautiful views. The river. And it's just a nice area. Just a really nice area. Um, so just another couple of... If you didn't have enough. Yeah. The first time round. And also, I said in British Museum, my favourite part of it, and I couldn't remember... I said Babylonian. Teaspoons. No. You said teaspoons. <laughs> I said not teaspoons. I said Babylonian and then I said Mesopotamian. I actually meant... <laughs> Victorian <laughs> and Edwardian. I actually meant those teaspoons from Victorian times. <laughs> no. Ancient Assyria. Right. Which is modern day North Turkey. Iraq. Iraq. Um, yeah, got some beautiful stuff from there. Again, mm, like, like, we ha- like we haven't done enough to Iraq. Yeah. Sorry about that. There we go. <laughs> there we go. A bit of a downer. <laughs> Sorry. A couple of tidbits from me. Oh, please. We didn't know what a chunky bar was. Milk chocolate, raisins and roasted peanuts. So it sounds like the makeup of a picnic bar, but yes. in it's sort of four sort of squares in a... Like that. Oh, a tablet. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Mm, okay. Oh, well, quite like... And that. during that conversation, we also questioned, why was a Yorkie bar called a Yorkie? Probably should have guessed what it was. From Yorkshire. From York, yeah. Ah. Which we went to yesterday. We did. Beautiful city. Beautiful city. Too busy. <laughs> top, top three things in York. Shambles. Shambles. Minster. And York York Centre. Centre. Done. That was easy in London. And the gin shop. If we'd had, if we'd waited for that later train, because we ran, we got the earlier train mm. that was coming in. But if we waited for that later train, we could have gone to the gin shop and got um one of those. They had like really nice things in the train gin shop, which that you got like a little thing of gin, a nice mixer, a cup, and a coaster Coast to take off. on the train with you. So nice, great idea. So they were my tidbits. Right, shall we do best friends? Yes. So this is sorry. Can I just say? Very interesting. <laughs> Can I label this as very interesting, yeah? Yeah. So which angle do you want to take? Uh, well, I think one friend is really striding ahead. So in previous ones, we have had poor old Chandler struggling, haven't we? Yeah. And Monica not far behind. And really, for a long while, Chandler was not getting on the board. Just to set the scene a little bit. Now on this one, and then also Ross and Phoebe were very much competing, Neck weren't they? Neck and neck. Every, it felt like every single episode were like, oh, do we pick Ross? Do, do we, we pick, pick Phoebe? Phoebe? Well, well, so let's see. Uh, so should we work from the bottom upwards in terms of total best friend scores that we gave them yes. throughout this series of the podcast? Yes. So languishing at the bottom, I have to say, with a total of zero... Oh, yeah. Best friends, not you, not me, scored this person a best friend in the whole series of the podcast. It's Joey. Joey, and I feel bad because I think Joey has some good acts. He did have some good acts. And we were saying that he was better in the early series because he didn't become dumb Joey. So it's a bit worrying for him. That is very worrying for him. You've got, you've got to be saying that. He's looking a bit nervous. And then next up, this person has got one. It's Monica. And you chose it. I chose her. Mm. Mm. You chose it for the one with the jellyfish. Yeah, I did like her in that. <laughs> Damn all the jellyfish. Damn all the jellyfish. Now, 
with two best friend noms, who do we think it could be? You know, we've said people have been low scoring before. So is it Chandler? Oh, could be. Could be. It's Ross! Can you believe it? I couldn't believe it when I looked at this. Only two. Only two. So you scored him best friend for the one with the East German laundry detergent. And I scored him best friend for the one with the jellyfish. But that was it. Oh dear, Ross. Ross, how the mighty have fallen. Slipping, slipping behind. Next up, with three best friend noms, we've got Chandler. <laughs> he's picked it up. He's picking up his game. He is. I mean, he's unlikely to get more in the next half because he's an end with Monica and he's... Although for you, he, he's quippy Chandler in the early series and you don't really like that. Yes, that's true. So maybe he will do better. But I nominated him too for this, yeah. for this series. So we both said for the one with the flashback. Can't really remember why. Um, I think because he was quite sweet with Monica. I think right. we said everyone did quite badly in that episode. Right. It wasn't a good episode. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but Chandler was quite sweet. Um, so yeah, he got it. And then you gave him for the one with the morning after. Yes. Boy, it's funny in that one. Now, Rachel's done quite well out of me. She's with four best friend noms, but I gave her three. Yes. And you gave her one. Uh, so we both gave her for the one where Ross and Rachel, you know. Yeah, great in that. Um, and then I gave her for the one with the East German laundry detergent, because I liked her sticking up for herself, and the one with the morning after. Oh, yes. Where I gave it to Charlotte, yeah, yeah. So Rachel is in second place, actually, with four noms. But if you've done your maths already, you <laughs> realise the first person has got a considerable lead above the rest. With five nominations from each of us, giving a grand total of ten, it's Phoebe. Ten! Ten out of twenty! Ten out of twenty. She's got half of the wins. Half of the, half of the wins. Amazing. So to give you a quick look at the overall from yes, all the series... Because Ross was doing quite well previously. Yeah. He slipped right behind. I mean, you sort of um, messed things up a little bit on one of the series by giving Chandler and Monica together one. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and then we voided a couple of episodes. Um, so there's four voids. Uh, then Monica's got three. Chandler's got nine. Joey's got nine. Rachel's got 14. Ross has got 16. Whoa. But with that uh, late push, Phoebe is now on 24. It's unassailable, some people are saying. <laughs> with, um, oh, she only can do the math, but a maybe like a 70, no, more than that. <laughs> a few to go, certainly a few to go. There's, uh, you just don't know what's going to happen at that time. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Ross and Rachel nearly neck and neck for that second place. I know. Also, poor old Monica, she's getting less than the boy doc. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. boy nominations. Yeah, I mean, Charlie used to be in that position. Now Monica's really looking quite um, serious here. Mm. And Joey was doing quite well, and now he's... Also, also, I do feel we've had quite a lot of the big Ross hitters already. We've had Unagi, we've had Armadillo. No, sorry, oh, no. we've got... Some... We haven't got leather trousers yet. We haven't got the smile. We have got the tat. The tan. I think some later Ross are really good. That's true. Yeah, later Ross was a great. Some really but standout. Pets. We've got birthday dinner, which is my one of my favourite Phoebe's. Oh yeah, don't you want to say? Because some of these are the ones we're going nominating soon. 
Oh, I can't wait some of the later episodes. I know. Because I think as well, yeah, some of the later ones I don't remember that well. Whereas these ones, a lot of these ones I've watched quite a lot. I mean, the one with Russ, I said, I think it's the one I've watched the most. Mm. So it'd be nice to watch some ones I haven't watched for a while. And I mean, not to sort of skip ahead to our next series. But to skip ahead. But to skip ahead. There's someone here, for example, season five, where we only had one. Mm. Season 10, we've only had one as well. True. So it'd be nice to get some more from those those seasons. So you alluded at the begin- right at the beginning uh, about how the seasons have fared and how we said we liked season two. So shall we see actually how they performed in terms of the score we gave them? Yeah, that, that would be interesting, I think. I always thought season three was one of my favourites. I very much reevaluated it. Well, I think you said that you used to say season three was your favourite. Mm. But that was when season three was out. Yeah. And you hadn't had much to compare. Yeah, with. it was sort of pretty much the first season I watched. I mean, season two probably was, but season three was the one where you're a fan mm. watching for the first time. Uh, so in... In terms of this, season three has come out last with a maximum of 14 points. Now, that was mainly, I would say, due to my choice. Well, the one with the flashback. Because the one with the morning after, the one you chose, that we get, we both were in the handholding club, 4.5, yeah. which is a good episode. It is a good episode, and it's one of my favourite episodes. A strong showing, but I picked the one with the flashback, mm. uh, and we both called it a two point five. It brought it down. You see statistics. You can you can make them say anything. You see. Yeah. But then season one, we gave a total of sixteen point two five. And then next up, season four, a total of seventeen points, closely followed by season two, seventeen point two five. But our favourite of the ones, we, I mean, it just was the ones we chose this time, yeah, let's be yeah. fair, was season five with a grand total of 18.25, including our favourite episode out of all the ones we chose this series of podcasts, which was the one where everybody finds out. We gave that a total of 9.25. Wowie. I think we said that is an a pretty iconic episode it was yeah it's one people remember isn't it and actually i thought i didn't like that very much but watching it i really enjoyed it yeah we were really laughing for that one so there we go so thank you very much for joining us for this uh series of the podcast apologies for the delays in between but we got there in the end and thank you to all of who supported us and all have bought a coffee at central perk for us which you can do at ko-fi.com forward slash pod underscore friends. And thank you to Beth and all everyone else who's supported us through this series, the podcast and the other series. And we hope that you will join us next time where we'll be doing six to 10 seasons. I'm excited. I think we've got some great episodes coming up. I can't wait to choose. I think I'm first up for season six. Now season six, we've done a lot of seven we've already done seven episodes. seven episodes so it's gonna be hard to pick because also remember that's the season i said i don't like and actually it turns out i do you, like a you lot love it. <laughs> but i certainly won't be choosing one with uh, bruce willison so we look forward to seeing you next time bye